Beck here and you're listening to The Hoist on Sin 90.7 FM where we're playing some of the best local music from around the country, including that last number which was Spin Me Like Your Records by the wickedly talented Kiama-based Pacific Avenue with whom I am joined right now. I've got the lovely Dom from Pacific Avenue in the studio. Dom, it is so good to have you here. It is absolutely fabulous to be on. Thank you for having me back. Oh, I'm so stoked. Uh, so to have you here after the announcement of your debut yes. record, Flowers. <laughs> oh my gosh, how are you feeling about that? So pumped, yeah. It's kind of like it's been just, I guess the thing with music, like you sit on it for so long and you're like, I just want to get this out there. Like we for kind sure. of wrapped up, we wrapped up kind of the last few songs, which was Spin Me and Leaving for London, maybe like halfway through last year. Um, but then the other songs we kind of completed the year before and we were just like, so keen to get it out and so keen to kind of be playing a new set of like fresh songs as well um but yeah it's just like a just very exciting time it's kind of all the build up now and I think it's yeah just going to feel pretty cool once we get it out yeah I feel Mm. like that's so relatable I've heard from a lot of musicians around the country that they're like I just want to get this out so I can play something else (laughs) record something else so yeah totally get that uh Flowers for everyone listening is going to be out on May 5th which we're really stoked for and I, you kind of touched on it just then, but I want to talk about the origins of Flowers. Yep. When did you start creating it? What song came first? And why Flowers? Why the name Flowers? Yeah, so um, kind of after our EP, which was in 2019, uh, we went back in the studio. That's quite a while ago now. But when we recorded in probably 2020 a whole album and we kind of finished it and we're listening to it and we're like, oh, I think we can maybe do a bit better. So yep. we... Went back into the studio um, with a producer named Chris Collins, who's kind of worked with like Matt Corby and Ty and James Organ, the Vans, our mates, and we're like, we'd love to work with him, heard great things. And so we kind of booked, like, pretty, probably, probably there for about a month all up, but we kind of spaced it out a bit, a uh, studio up in Byron. Um, and the place is just magical. It's up in like the, like the trees, up kind of like a bit in the hinterland. Um, and it's all got all old it's like it was built in like the 70s it's got all old gear and just like really just has like a really magical energy there and we just stayed there for yeah like three weeks um working with chris who's like just helped us kind of create i don't know kind of create our own sort of sound in a way like i feel it's our first time going into the studio where we didn't actually have demos or anything we kind of actually wow yeah so we sort of like created them there which is great because, like, some songs we started in a whole different direction and then we'd all jam them together. And there was one big room where we could all kind of actually record live and jam out so we could all kind of work together. Um, yeah, so some songs, like, started um, completely different way and then we turned them around fully. And I feel like Chris, his input really kind of created our own sound, like something that's like a not just a, a copy of what kind of other other bands, or I don't know, I just feel like it kind of felt very true to us. And every time I kind of like do listen to those songs, it kind of takes me back to that period of time where we're all sort of just hanging out there and creating. But yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And going off like how you created the tracks, mm. there was a track kind of added quite late yeah. to the album. So that's Spin Me Like Your Records yep. was added kind of after you thought it was already done. Correct. Did you have to axe anything or did you just add that on? Yeah, we just added it on. Um, so we hadn't, we like kind of had, I think we had maybe like nine tracks sort of done and then we're like, I think we need something which is a bit more like, I don't know, something like a festival kind of mm. song that gets people going. Um, and so we went back and that was, all, Leaving for London was also a bit of a late addition as well. And then we're like, oh, we need to add this Spin Me too. So we went back in just to a different studio, but with Chris as well, same producer and, Smashed it out. We're kind of when we're making that, we're trying to think of like a tempo that kind of at a festival people sort of 
jump to and kind of go with that sort of thing. But yeah, glad glad it got on there. In the yeah. End. For sure. And you do have uh, quite a distinct sound, as you just said before. It's very cohesive, very dynamic. Is it always collaborative, the way that you write songs? Does anyone Mm. ever come up with the, like, I know you said you didn't really come to this record with demos, but in the past, Mm. Mm. has anyone come with a full demo ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Often Harry, um, he's kind of the leading songwriter, so he'll often have like a chorus or just like a melodic sort of idea of where the song is going to go. Um, and then sort of he'll bring that idea with like a basic hook and like kind of, yeah, chorus or just a hook or whatever. And then we kind of all workshop it together. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of still what sort of happened with this album. Um, Harry would sort of have these rough ideas and then we'd all be like, oh, and it kind of felt like as soon as it started flowing, everyone would kind of jump in with these ideas and it like really just got to a good space with it, where it felt quite collaborative, which was cool. Do you yeah. ever have people come and jump on? Because I've seen your uh, like live acoustics that you yeah. do in the in that yeah. beautiful studio that yeah. I've seen on Instagram. Yeah. Do you have friends come in and play little extra bits? Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, like we've um, our mates in the band called the Ryan's. Yeah, um, they, yeah, amazing band. But um, they we actually went on tour with them, so we got them in and we did like a few songs together. And then we have our mate Sam Allen, who also does his own solo project, but he plays. He like plays with us all the time when we tour, so he does like backing vocals and guitar. So we always kind of get him to jump in too, and yeah, it's just kind of anyone who's around come jump in. Yeah. We have had Paddy who plays with uh, Ruby Fields, plays drums. He was got on the bongos one time, and yeah, just makes it fun. Yeah, mm. I absolutely love it. And we've had a few first tasters from the album Flowers. So we've had Spin Me Like Your Records, Easy Love, Give It Up For Yourself, and Leaving For London, which I have to say, four incredibly tight <laughs> banging songs. Um, oh, and they are relatively upbeat as well. Mm. So are we expecting that similar vibe from the rest of Flowers? Do we have any slow ballads? Coming? Yeah, there definitely is. It's it's a bit of a journey. There's uh, two quite slow piano-y ballad sort of songs on there. Okay. Um, to be honest, I think one of those ballads is probably my favourite song on the album. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. very like, I don't know, it's kind of, you can feel a bit of maybe uh, Oasis mixed with Queen hints in there sort of thing. Wow. But then that's like, a yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting combo, but that's what I kind of get the vibe of. But yeah, I, I'm always a bit of a sucker for the slow sort of ballads, like Chuck on Fix You by Coldplay and I'll be crying <laughs> in the car. So. <laughs> I was going to actually about some of your more niche inspirations mm. for this record. So we're getting hints of Coldplay. Oh, I, I, I don't know about Coldplay. It's funny, our guitarist, our lead guitarist, Ben, he, ha- he can't stand Coldplay, right. but the rest of us all love it. So we were like, oh, that's a bit Coldplay. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Fair enough. And speaking on the sound mm. that Pacific Avenue has, it's timeless and a term that we really love here on The Hoist is retrofuturism. Mm. So it's like it sounds old, like but it that. also sounds new at the same time, which I think kind of encapsulates Pacific Avenue as an entity. Um, even down to the threads, I feel like you are all <laughs> being wearing very cool outfits. So you have landed on that very distinct sound and you can hear it through uh, your discography, which has evolved throughout time. Yeah. How did you land on the sound that you've got now? Yeah. Well, I think a big part... Um, it's kind of a few things, I guess, but working with uh, Chris Collins, the producer, I feel like we all kind of have our own influences separately. Like Harry's a very big Rolling Stones, um, Beatles kind of guy, and then Jack loves Led Zeppelin, Ben loves Silverchair. I'm kind of like Crowded House, Powderfinger, that sort of things. And But I'm also, yeah, I also kind of like a bit of the, the folky sort of stuff as well. Uh, but yeah, I think we kind of all blended what we like Um and then created it in a way that's not necessarily, yeah, what you said, retro, 
Was it future? Retro future. Yeah, I love that. So it's kind of <laughs> like taking hints from it, but still giving it that modern sort of Brit rock kind of tone, I guess we go for as well, like the upbeat sort of thing. So yep. it's just, I think, yeah, just working with Chris, he kind of found a way to sort of keep those influences there, but then still maintain it as something that's uniquely us and kind of have our um, distinct um, kind of vocal sounds a big thing, kind of keeping that consistent through all the songs. So like, so that sort of jumps out. Um, same sort of guitar tones and just like, yeah, just For keeping sure. the tones the same, which is the Pacific Avenue sort of tone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And with the release of this album, can we expect any tours to be announced? What What's going to happen after that? Yeah. So actually, I'm not sure what, oh. I'm, what I'm allowed to say or not, but yeah, uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. We're, we're doing a big tour off the back of the album, which it looks like it's going to be like July, August. Yep. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's, that's going to be like a, the biggest rooms that we've played in. So it's pretty exciting. Wow. Um, Very cool. But yeah, pretty much like Capital City sort of thing. And then I think we'll chuck in some all ages sort of shows as well. Um, and then I think, yeah, at the end, the later half of the year, it looks like we'll be heading back over to the UK to do some stuff over there. Mm. So, yeah. So stoked. And you, you're a busy man. We were just talking earlier for everyone <laughs> listening about how he's kind of running around. Um, and I can imagine that it would be quite chaotic, you know, yeah. being on tour. <laughs> what is your favorite part about being on tour just in general? Uh, I just love like... I love it when, it's a, say, it's the first show of the tour and we rock up to the airport and everyone's in high spirits and, like, yep. we're all just a high-five and, like, here we go. And, like, you just know you're kind of leaving all your kind of commitments at home. You're like, this is just us for, I don't know, a couple of weeks or whatever, just away. And it's great too. like, we've got a tour manager, Tom, who's also just our regular manager, but he just, like, looks after everything. So we kind of rock up and we're just like, yes. Yeah. So I feel like we're just kind of being babysat. He's like, right. get on the bus, get on the plane, let's go. And, like... It's just being in other cities, like completely different places and like you, I don't know, it feels like a bit of a holiday, but also you're there for a purpose. So like you you get there, hang out, have a few beers and like go perform and I just, yeah, just that feeling of, play, I think this is the feeling of playing live, to be honest. It's just like, I don't think anything really beats it. Um, when, when we traveled recently over to the UK, it was supporting DMAs over there. Like it was so wild being in such a different place, but still having that constant of like playing music and like kind of when you're playing, it just feels like you're playing another show, but then you're like, whoa, we're like on the other side of the world. So I don't know, just, I, I love everything about it to be, to be honest. Yeah. Hard to pinpoint it. Yeah. I actually did have the pleasure of seeing you perform at Howler with the oh, Ryans cool. last year, which, and you just all looked like you were having so <laughs> much fun. I do remember at one point um, your bassist, Jack. Yep, Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack just was jumping around on stage. He fell over at some point. <laughs> I remember that, But yeah. everyone was just laughing and smiling. It yeah. was great. Ryan's came out yeah, as well and they yeah. were jamming on stage with you, so super fun. Yeah. Um, before we finish up as well, I want to talk about where we can access this album. Is it available for pre-order anywhere? Yeah, so it's available um, through our website, um, which is, you can find probably the easiest way is on our Instagram, um, just in our like little link tree thing in the bio. Um, so we've got the vinyls, which we actually landed in this, like at the, at the label place last weekend. So we checked them out, but they look pretty cool. Um, they're all available for pre-order now. There's like a limited edition one that comes with like a poster if you want that. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I got like bundles with shirts and merch and stuff too, but yeah, get in there and grab them. Absolutely, <laughs> and they are some really special-looking vinyls. They're red and white, and mm. we love a coloured vinyl here on The Hoist. <laughs> uh, big thank you to Dom for joining me today right here in the Sin Studios. We're so excited for Flowers to come out on May 5th. But before you go, I'd love for you to tell us a bit about the next track we're going to spin, which is Leaving for London. Cool. Uh, yeah, Leaving for London. So it's basically a song about when you're in love with someone, but they're – 
you love them so much, you got to let them go and do their thing that they're like, I don't know, can't hold them back. Let them be them. And that's true love. <laughs> yes, it is. Incredible stuff. Cheers, Dom. We'll see you around, I'm sure. Thanks for having me. Cheers. You're listening to The Hoist on Sin, bringing you the best local music. Here's some right now. This is Leaving for London by Pacific Avenue.